You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. India. All right, well, BRICS Report India today, and we welcome, as usual, Voice of America correspondent, um, and that is in New Delhi, Anjana Pasrika. Namaste, Anjana. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am very, very well indeed. We spoke about cricket here in South Africa yesterday. Tell us about India's cricket body set for some sweeping changes. Absolutely. You know, the Supreme Court has ordered some changes which everybody has welcomed hugely. The big game changer is that ministers and bureaucrats have been barred from holding posts in this powerful board of control for cricket. This breaks the stranglehold, you know, that a handful of powerful politicians and officials had on the sport. There will also now age and tenure restrictions. Some of the top officials had hung in there for years earlier. All this had led to allegations that they were promoting vested interests and the game was not professionally managed. You know, the present chief, Anurag Thakur, is a member of parliament from the ruling party. Now there's pressure on him to step down. The former chief owned an IPL team. Basically, the Supreme Court has changed the fundamental premise on which the BCCI has operated, which said it is a private body and can have its own set of rules. Now there will be transparency and oversight of how the finances of the world's richest cricket body are spent and other decisions are taken. So hopefully the era where BCCI top officials you know, acted as judge, jury and executioner <laughs> will now be over and cricket fans, believe me, are exultant that these reforms will improve the sport hugely in India. I think that's a marvellous story. And tell us about this fat tax. This is just in, in one state. What's that all about, Anjana? Absolutely. Of course, this is a small state to the south of India. A lot of tourists head there. But next time anybody wants to order a burger or those cheesy pizzas at branded outlets like McDonald's or Pizza Hut, they will have to pay a 14.5% fat tax. This is an idea that Kerala has borrowed from a handful of Western countries that have tried it. And the ostensible objective is to combat growing obesity. Kerala has the second highest levels of obesity in the country. But of course, you know, there are plenty of skeptics. They say it's just a way to garner more revenue for the state. And fast food was an easy target. They also point out that there is plenty of local deep-fried fast food sold on waysides that also oozes with trans fats <laughs> and is equally damaging to the health. But surprisingly, the measure has won huge support of nutritionists who are alarmed at growing levels of childhood obesity. In India, you know, the middle class has become increasingly affluent. It's been getting its fix of junk food in the last 15 years, and the results are showing now. So, well, the debate carries on, but I have to say, though, that the fat tax sounds ironic in a country which also, I must say, grapples with high levels of malnutrition. I tell you what, you could have said exactly the same report for us here in, in South Africa. And, of course, here we're not talking fat tax, we're talking sugar tax. Diesel cars have been banned in Delhi. This is presumably to combat air pollution, Anjana. Yeah, well, this is diesel cars which are over 10 years old and they have been banned by an environmental court. We have an environmental court called the National Green Tribunal that has been looking at measures to control air pollution in Delhi. Delhi, of course, as you know, figures among cities with the world's dirtiest air. And part of this is blamed on exhausts of vehicles, you know, using diesel. Diesel is cheaper than petrol because it is subsidized by the government that wants to hold down costs of transporting goods in the country and, you know, so hold down inflation. But the courts have been very angry that a lot of taxis and well-off people who can buy merch and SUVs 
and luxury vehicles buy diesel vehicles to save fuel costs. About one-third of Delhi's cars, for example, use diesel, and, but now those older ventaniers have been ordered off the road. Let's see if it helps. Thanks very much, Anjana Pasrika. It's extraordinary as we go through BRICS. You think about it. The number of stories we get from all the BRICS countries where there's a very, very close parallel here. Interesting to compare how the different countries are dealing with those issues.